Creating content that shows who you are and attracts the people you want to work with. My name is Trey McLeddy and I'm building my company, McLeddy Media, into the best real estate content marketing company in the world. Welcome to my podcast where I'll be teaching you everything I learned on how to build a better business and market yourself to get the right customers. Doing what we do, wash my <laughs> shoes. Uh, okay. You ready to roll? I'm ready to roll, man. Whose podcast is this on right now? Uh, this is Real Estate Jake's podcast where we're growing in real estate per usual, doing all things to empower, encourage, and grow people, being connectors of value and information, and building community amongst all those that want to do some massive things in real estate investing. There he goes. Jacob Davenport, setting the tone for the episode. So a little bit of context for you viewers out there. We were just having a conversation about talent evaluation and how some people use talent as a reason not to work and some people use the lack of talent as a reason to work and who is a more dangerous individual, the person that has natural talent and has a higher baseline or that person that has nothing and is just an absolute dog and is willing to outwork everybody out there. Love to hear your opinion on the matter, Jake. Good. I think both people um, have a lot of potential. A lot of us have a lot of potential. But I wouldn't even shy from it even a little. It's just something about the dog, the underdog. Everybody knows the story of the underdog. When you um, have everything to gain and nothing to lose it's 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 a seed that's put inside you that can be very 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 threatening threatening in a good way it it puts a person in a position to give it their all and almost be blind to any limits and then on the other hand you have another individual that can be very very talented um and the problem with talent um although there are a lot of really talented people but the problem i see with talent so often is that People with talent tend to be lazy. People with talent tend to be handicapped. People with talent put their own limitations on their soul. Because when you have talent, a lot of times that gives you advantages at very um, early levels of things. So if you think about like sports, right? If you naturally have always been the tall kid, naturally have been the fit kid, naturally have been the fast kid, right? You have probably dominated second, third grade, middle school, maybe even in, in some of high school. But what happens is with talent, again, you start to set a ceiling and you don't have the desire or you see less desire to want to go out there and give it your all. Right. And then you have the back to the individual that is not talented, but sheer has the sheer desire to be great and has um, the it's something on the inside of them that wants them not only not to fail, but they want to prove something. They have something to prove. And that's the dog we're talking about. The individual that has that dog in them and have everything to prove will put in more work, be more consistent. Do the things that the talented person very likely won't do. Um, and you, they start to put in work and do things to a fault. What do I mean by that? You'll see the dog-like individual do the things like wake up, till three, wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning to hit the field. Or work weekends. Or the willingness to sacrifice. And to gain any level of massive success, it has to come with sacrifices. I'm going to give up this. But when we're talented, again, we're spoiled and we say, you know what, 
I don't want to give up that. We, we think we have an option. We exercise the option. With the person that's a dog, there is no option. There's one option, the top. The next stop is the top. And they're willing to do anything and everything to get there. And that person, you got to be scared of because they're, they're going to make it happen. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree. I think I'm more scared of somebody who is going to work, 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 work over the person that has natural talent. And the number one reason why is because that person that's working, if they're behind me right now, I know they won't stop. They won't stop it until they get to me and then surpass me. And then once they surpass you, that dog, the person that doesn't have a lot of talent but is willing to work, is just gonna continuously get better and better and better and better. And every single day, every single week, every single month, they're getting further and further ahead of their competition. I think a lot of the times we see people that have natural talent are willing to just sit there and skate by because they have things naturally coming to them. Mm -hmm. Somebody that's great at having conversations, someone that's charismatic, they're gonna have a lot of opportunities come to them without having to put in a lot of work because people just like them. And business is about people, sports is about people, right? But that person that doesn't have a lot of talent they have to work for every opportunity. And I think that's often why we see people who come from unfortunate situations end up achieving, achieving some of the most massive success because they know what it's like to face adversity. People with talent, even though they have a lower baseline because they have just things fall on their plate because of who they are, they limit themselves on how far they can go because they don't know what it's like to hit adversity and push through it. So you might have a higher ceiling, but the people that have talent, are they able to push past the adversity that will eventually come their way to achieve that next level of greatness? The people that don't have a lot of talent that learn how to work, that work ethic that's inside of them, no matter what challenge comes their way, they will get through it. Because like you said, there's only one option and that's greatness. They will not settle because they know what it's like to be at the bottom and they never want to be at the bottom again. And that's something I've, fall, I've fallen into myself because I feel like I have some natural talent so work ethic doesn't come to me naturally all the time because I can put in the base level of work and achieve better results than probably most people my age. But that person that is also my age that may not be as charismatic but puts in five times as much work is making 10 times as much money, is making 10 times as big of an impact because all they do is work. They know how to face the adversity that I probably have never faced myself. I agree. And you know what that makes me think about is this, is it, it, less, it makes me think that talent is a double-sided sword. Talent comes with great value that allows you to achieve things. But talent also can make you do exactly what you spoke about. Talent can make you over over you and over evaluate your talent meaning talent can make you actually think you're better than you actually are yeah talent can put you in a cloud a space that hey i'm the best i'm hot stuff nobody can mess with me i'm all it can give you the feeling that you're always going to be on top and things are always going to go in your favor right can, and that can give you a blind spot and tell you i don't have to work and what i always see is when you look at the, the, the components of anything, sports, work, uh, friends, social circle, when you look at things that are very elementary, meaning elementary school basketball, right, 
or rec basketball. When you have talent, you are flourishing. You're doing well. But the higher up you go, when you get to competitive sports, when you get to the top one percent or half percent of people being able to compete at that level, things change because one, there's a lot of people there that are talented. Right. So let's look at the NBA. People that make it to the NBA. There's a lot of talent there. But even there, you have to compete amongst teams. So of those that are all if all talented people go to the NBA, suppose. There still has to be a differentiation differentiation in which only one team are going to win a championship. And that's where hard work has to come in at. We're all very talented, but who's putting in the work and the work, the hard work, the dog is what's going to make the difference of everybody being talented. Sure, you can dominate at your high school, but once you go to the NBA, there's a lot of talented people. So who's working to get to that next level to break through the ceiling and really achieve greatness? Yeah, I'm I'm 100% with you. And coming back to the sports aspect of things, it makes me think of Steph Curry. And the reason why is because he's known as the greatest shooter of all time. He's made more threes in the NBA than anybody. There's a lot of players that have played in the NBA, right? Pedro Stoyakovich, Derek Fisher, the names from really sharp shooters. There you go. And he's changed the game when it comes to the shooting perspective. But Steph isn't just a shooter. There's people out there that probably shoot better than Steph Curry, right? The reason that he's so great is because he puts in the work outside of just what his talent is. And obviously, he had to work to be as good as as good at shooting threes as he is. I do believe there's probably Agreed. some sort of natural talent that comes with Agreed. that. But he's had to work to be that great. There's other people that are probably just as good at shooting as he is. But he doesn't stop at just the shooting. He perfected his body. He got strong. He was able to finish through contact layups. He's got he got his uh, he got his mid range right. He got his dribbling right. He he learned how to play better defense. He learned how to be a better all-around player through work, not just relying on his natural shooting ability mm-hmm. or his amazing shooting ability. Mm-hmm. And the reason that he's made the most threes of all time is because he's put in that work to stay on the floor. Yeah. If he was only a shooter but sucked at defense, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to play him 35, 40 minutes a game. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to play him that much. Yeah. He would be a role player. But because he's put in the work, he's a star player. So it's the difference between someone like, and no disrespect to J.J. Redick, who's an amazing three-point shooter. But he's lacking on defense. He doesn't really dribble very well. Steph Curry knows how to dribble. He knows how to facilitate. He knows how to finish. He knows how to play off ball. He does all these different things. He can create his own shot and do all these things at a very high level. Yep, and that's what you have to be as a business owner. That's what you have to be as an athlete. You have to perfect yourself. You have to perfect your game outside of what comes naturally to you. So if you're a great cold caller, awesome. Do you want to be a cold caller forever or do you want to build a business? And that's why it's so important to understand what your goals are and how far is your talent going to take you to achieving those goals. And if you're someone that's ambitious, chances are your talent will take you relatively far. But in order to achieve these massive goals, you have to be a well-rounded individual. If you're a great cold caller, amazing. Stick with cold calling. That's what's going to be your that's what's going to be your key defining trait in your business, right? But you also need to learn how to hire people. You also need to learn how to lead people. You also need to learn how to manage your finances. You need to learn how to connect with all these different areas of business outside of just cold calling. Yes, that's your trademark, but you have to put in the work to develop yourself as an individual in order to achieve peak greatness. That makes me agreed 100%, but it makes me think of something and I want to know your opinion on it. So if if, if the 
if one of the challenges for naturally talented individuals is them overstating the value of their talent when we talk about breaking through the ceiling and doing things at the highest level what is some of the pitfalls you think individuals that underestimate their talent fall into people that underestimate their talent the yeah. pitfalls they fall into mm -hmm. i think it's just the lack of action i think it's the lack of action and consistently making excuses on why not to do things because I know people that undervalue their talent all the time. And I think that's the majority of people in society. And I think the problem is, it's not that they undervalue their talent, they just don't know what their talent is because they haven't tried enough things yet. You don't know what your talent is if you haven't tried anything, if you just go through the basics of life. I mean, if you're just going to your nine to five job, coming home, watching Netflix, cooking dinner and done, how are you ever expected to be talented in anything and even figure out what your talent is? You're just expecting it to fall on your lap. So I think it's a combination of not trying enough things to figure out what your talent is because everybody is talented at something. Try new things to figure out what it is. And that's something Gary Vee preaches all the time. Then secondly, people that know that they have the talent but don't believe in themselves enough. And I've seen this a lot amongst entrepreneurs as well as and some of my close friends because they know they're talented at something and they know they can do something with it. But I think it's all the surrounding areas that they're scared to put in the work into to really maximize that talent. They know they're good, but they don't know how good they could be if they put in the base level of work around all these other areas that helps maximize that talent. For example, if you have somebody that's, uh, let, let's use the fitness example, somebody that's a great personal trainer, they know how to get jacked, they know all those things, right? And they know that they want to achieve financial freedom. They know they want to start a business and they know they're relatively talented at this thing. They might understate their talent at being a physical trainer because they're scared to put in the work and be a business owner to really achieve that massive goal. So I'd say the biggest pitfalls are number one, number one is not trying enough things to figure out what you're very talented at. And number two, you might know what your talent is, but you make yourself think that you're not very talented because you don't want to put in the work in the surrounding areas to maximize that talent and to reach your greatest dreams. That's I what I see. Agree, agree. I'll add one other piece that I think that I have struggled with on and off again. And, and one of them is you, you do have to identify your talent. I agree with that. Number two, you have to put in the work. But one of the biggest one that I see amongst my mentees right now and even admittedly myself sometimes we don't stay focused mm -hmm. right and focus is so imperative when you think about trying to achieve massive things so many things calling your name that if you don't not only identify what you're good at do the things that you that it's going to take for you to be great at to take massive action but you have to stay focused meaning do these things like a dog like the underdog then that's what underdogs do they get focused and they do these things day in and day out day in and day out day in and day out and when you do that for a substantial amount of time three years five years ten years twenty years now you build up a career of opportunity not on just opportunities because opportunities come with consistency consistency but you put yourself in a position in which you set the bar so high that a talented individual can never catch up. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much talent they have. You can't catch up with somebody that's put in 50,000 hours to your talent in 10,000 hours. Yeah. The repetition blows it out all day. Yeah. And, you know, I, th I even think that that's that the example there it's more like the person that doesn't put in the work or the, the person that isn't talented they're putting in fifty thousand hours but i think a lot of the times the people that have talent they're not even going past 100. 
They're not even going past 100, 200, 300. They don't understand the level of work that's needed to achieve greatness because they're already good. Yeah. When you know what it's like to already be good, you're already relatively good at shooting threes. You have no, you don't feel like there's any reason to push harder. But that's the difference between an average NBA player and LeBron James. If you have talent, you and you put in the work to pair with that, you can be LeBron James. I mean, that's might be a drastic example considering he's extremely talented, but he also puts in more work than almost anybody else. Think about Kobe Bryant. I mean, you hear his come up story; it's all over the place that I that I've seen, and he's talking about how he wasn't in the beginning of his uh, high school career. He wasn't really ranked. But he looked at all the people that were ranked above them, above him, saw what they were better at than him, and then all of a sudden he would start working on beating them at their best strength. He would say, "Okay, this guy's great at that. I need to be better at this," and then he would pass them up. Who's the next guy? Who's the next guy? He would just continue to outwork all these people that were relying on talent by being better at their own game, by beating them at what they couldn't beat him with. So. It's just understanding if you have a base level of talent, you can achieve massive, massive greatness. But if you, the, the only caveat to that is if you put in the hours, if you put in the work. So imagine being talented, putting in the work alongside of it that that dog would. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, the sky's the limit, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's why Elon Musk is so successful because he was, he's always been smart from, the, from his kind of childhood, kind of his child years, right? But that mixed with him putting in days without sleeping, working in the factory and just grinding, that's why he's the richest man on the planet, richest man on the planet. And why he's built so many great companies is because he had this natural talent of being smart, of being interested in things, and then he maximized on that by working, by taking advantage of opportunities, by not giving excuses, and just working towards his goals. Hey guys, so just a quick break. I do this podcast to bring as much value as possible to as many people as possible. So if you're getting value from this, I'd love it if you would leave a review. I'm growing this completely organically, aka no ad spend, so it would be a huge help. Appreciate you and enjoy the rest of the show. As you're talking, and I agree again, as you're talking, I, I I start to close my eyes. And when I close my eyes, I think of, I ask myself, what does it mean to be talented? And and I, I don't come up with anything to describe it. I just confirm it and say talented means to be talented, right? But when I think about the dog, right, the the underdog, I think about value. I think about somebody you can commit, somebody that's committed, somebody you can trust, somebody that's willing to go the distance. Those are like valuable words that I I find associated with the underdog. Um, and so, just thinking of somebody that 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 doesn't have the talent there are some soft skills that are associated with them like commitment that for me have so much more value than something kind of hollow like talent i think it's the difference between consistency and intensity i think people that are talented can be really intense because they know what it's like to win so they can go at it really hard and then be like oh the challenge is gone i'm already good i'm not going to try very hard anymore and then they experience another challenge and they go really hard right people that are underdogs they're consistently putting in the work. They're consistently putting the hours. Rather than putting in one, two days at the gym and being jacked, they're putting in seven days in the gym. Their cardio's great. They're looking great. They're winning competitions. So they know what it's like to be consistent, and consistency will beat intensity 
intensity 100% of the time. But imagine if you can combine the two. If you can be consistently intense, and that's where oh, man, that's where the powers out, and that that's something that not a lot of people can achieve. But I think the difference between the underdog and the talented one is intensity versus consistency. And I would take somebody on my team that's consistent 100% of the time. Just being real with you, every person on my team outside of me is actually a girl. I don't have one guy hired on my team, and I think just character traits. I find that women are much more consistent much more reliable than guys can be. I think guys can be very erratic and very idea-driven, and I know because that's me. And creative. And and creative, and that actually leads to a lack of consistency. But if you're building something, if you need somebody to help you win, consistency is so, so important. And that's not to say that guys can't be consistent, but I've conducted probably 15 interviews over the past um, 30 days. And not that that's a ton, it's relatively small sample size, but about half of them have been men, about half of them have been women, and the women by far blow me away with their consistency, their ability to interpret information and not have to overpower with the conversation. And the guys seem a little bit erratic and just almost, if you put them into the team, it almost seems like they're just looking for the next opportunity rather than being consistent and staying in the moment. And I think that's why it's real. I think that's why underdogs are, are so amazing to have they're they're consistent man i totally agree right all right you 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 really open up my mind to thinking um a whole lot more deeper about where i want to be and do i want to be do i want to lean on my talent or do i want to uh, put do i want to manifest that dog yeah or do i want to combine the two yeah (laughs) i want to combine the two well, you're in a fortunate position, man, because I mean, the first time I met you, your personality jumped off the page. You obviously have a, um, I don't want to call it bubbly. You have a out there personality. You're not afraid to show who you are. You're not, you're not afraid to be the center of attention. And that is something that not a lot of people have. Not a lot of people are okay with being the center of attention. Not a lot of people are okay with being in the spotlight. And not a lot of people are as charismatic as you are. Thank you. So you have that naturally. But what was lacking previously when we're talking about from the social media aspect is you went from 1200 followers to 12,000 followers in about 10 months. And the biggest difference was when you had 1200 followers, awesome. People were seeing a little bit of your personality, but you weren't showing who you are. Then we got started, right? In the first four months, we got started working together in the marketing aspect of things. The first four months, you were kind of, you were kind of dicking around, didn't put in a lot of work. Then all of a sudden, you have this natural charisma about you that everybody sees in real life when they shake your hand, when they meet you in person, when they see you at meetups. And you paired that with some work on coming into the studio every single week, going out and doing infield recording sessions by doing some day in the life stuff. All of a sudden, after two months of us really putting in some consistent effort, you have a podcast, you have over a million view video. Yeah, I think we're at a million and a half, almost two mil now. You have 12,000 followers on Instagram, 8,000 on TikTok access to so much more opportunity because you had that base level of talent. You paired it with consistently coming in and working through some struggles and recording content, for those who don't know, is difficult. You have to sit there, you have to really think about how am I phrasing things, you have to master your communication and getting it across in the right way. It's fucking hard if you've never done it before, especially when you have your natural skill set, which comes with some cons of being kind of long, long-winded, not articulating your information in the most concise way. You worked through a lot of those adversities, and it sucked. I could see that you came in, and sometimes you would leave here drained. I'm sure it was hard to get back to work afterwards because that shit drains you, but you did it. 
two months, three months straight, and you've achieved massive success. And now we've hit kind of a plateau and we got to keep putting in the work. We got to keep pushing past it. But because you've known what it's like to put in the work up front, now this next plateau isn't going to be nearly as hard as, as hard as it would for the naturally talented individual that got here easily. These, they don't know how to work past this plateau. They don't know how to work past the adversity. So you've already started to do the work, which is why the sky's the limit for you. I've told you all the time, you, you, have, the, uh, you have the ceiling of a Grant Cardone, even past that, because you, you have the talent and you're working on pairing it with the dog. And that is insurmountable when you think of what other people are able to accomplish. I mean, I appreciate that. And, and well, well noted, I could never have gotten this far without without your partnership and obviously everything your, your team brought to me. And you said something that I wasn't thinking about earlier. When when we first connected, um, I was I didn't have a problem taking my own, shooting my own videos and posting them. Wasn't embarrassed, wasn't shy, wasn't scared. Um, and I, I was doing it from a very informal and unprofessional and unstrategic uh, standpoint. I would just post my own videos. And that came from my talent. My talent has always been very confident, well spoken, um, and 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 my ability to uh, ingratiate a crowd with with um, relative ease, and that goes back to that whole analogy of talent versus dog. I was leaning on my talent of just shooting a video, pressing play, and saying whatever came to mind. But then what needed to happen is I needed to put in a lot of work, and we've done a lot of recording and spent a lot of time working on concepts, breaking down concepts. This is my third book with you of just relative notes on how I can better bring, deliver tonality um, and concept, articulate myself. So many different ideas that allow me to have a better stage presence. But that required a lot of hard work. And when I when I begin to fail at it or rather say when I begin to hit a wall early on, it would send me back home after recording session and I felt defeated. And then that gave birth to a dog because I don't like to be defeated. So then the dog came out and the dog is what got us from um, 12,000. Um, a twelve hundred yeah. followers to twelve thousand because we start shooting them like like a movie. You know, some people keep their wallet on him. Cops keep their guns on him. We kept the mic and the camera on us, and we shot and we shot and we shot and we shot. And and I recall many of those days where we did have improvement. Some days we didn't, but we never ever ever digressed or stopped or gave up. And so that's. Why the concept we're talking about holds true value, and I can speak from my own experience. Talent will only get you so far. Yeah, and I think that's the the thing that I just noticed from what you were talking about is talented people don't come at things with intention. Untalented people come at things with deadly intention. It's the difference between going to the gym and just kind of having a basic workout to do. Oh, I might do bench today. I might go do the squats today versus Okay, for the first 15 minutes, I'm going to do my warm-up. Next, I'm going to go with cardio. Next, I'm going to go with my bench press. This is how many reps I'm going to do. This is how much weight I want to do. And then I'm going to do that seven days a week rather than coming at it and saying, might go to the gym two, two, three times this week. Uh, I'll I'll be okay. And for a naturally talented person, that will probably keep you jacked. And get you by. But for that person that's looking at achieving great things, they need to come at it with intention. And the difference between what you were doing versus what we're doing now is you have the team to help you be intentional with your content. You're not just pulling out the camera and, and, and shooting something random. 
with shitty quality and not knowing what camera settings to put it on and not knowing how to articulate your information. Now you have a game plan. Here's the type of content we wanna create. Here's how often we're gonna post. Here's what the posts need to look like. And here's your brand guidelines. That is intentional. And that's something that so many people are missing when it comes to social media. That's something people are missing when it comes to sports, when it comes to business, when it comes to anything. People say, I'm gonna jump in a bit. I'm gonna start my own business. I'll call a couple people, ask them if they want a service. Great. Great way to start. You're probably end up making 10K a month just based on the people that you know because you're charismatic because you know how to how to do basic things. But how do you go from 10K a month to 100K a month? And I'm not at 100K a month yet, but I know I'm gonna get there because I have intention. And I know people that got to 10K faster than I did, but they got there based on talent and network. I'm gonna get to 100K a month and surpass them because I'm coming at my business with intention. What are our goals? What are our milestones? What are our KPIs? How big does my team need to get and how intentional do I need to be with my leadership with my team? Because I don't want a ton of employee churn. I'm trying to have my people stay here for years. I'm, I'm trying to provide opportunity that they can't get elsewhere. And the only way to do that, which is building a great business, is through intention, which is something that you came at it with, which is why the sky's the limit. Man, I agree. That's massive, man. That's massive. That's and that's a takeaway for for all individuals is is the importance of intention. And we have to look our look ourselves in the mirror and say, look, hey, what are my talents? Yeah. And how do I? How, what is my relationship with the with with my talents? Do I overevaluate my talents? Do I underevaluate my talents? And also based on that. Um, how can I make that adjustment with, with these talents? Do I need to put in more work? Am I, uh, is the fact that I know that I'm talented, is that what's really holding me back because I'm setting the bar so low and I'm not having attention? And then you look at in what ways do I need improvement and can I apply that dog-like mentality to really chase after those things that I'm not talented at? Because if you're not talented at it, you're not going to get better at it or achieve it or overcome it or get through it unless you take that dog and you fight through it consistently every day. And then those paired both together with whatever your business you're running, you bring in talent. Yeah. You bring in talent that can assist you, that you can delegate to, or somebody that can coach you, very similar to what you did for me or you're doing for me, can coach these talents and this dog and put it in a place that can be presented and acceptable to consumers or whoever you're doing business with. Yeah. And, you know, I, I like you just kind of made me think of an example here. Imagine you're a business owner, and I know not everybody that's listening will be a business owner, but let's imagine that you are a business owner, right? And you bring people onto your team. Are you going to hire the person that is that has a base talent, a really just defined talent? Let's say for my business, I want to bring on a great video editor, right? Am I going to choose between the guy that's spectacular at video editing, but has kind of a bad attitude? don't feel like he's gonna integrate with the team well, his communication may not be great, he's a little erratic, or do I wanna bring on the person that may not be as great at video editing, but they're a great communicator, I can tell they would fit with the culture, I can tell that they can also understand base level concepts of marketing, so not just video editing, but they understand what the message is that our clients are saying and how to really accentuate that in our videos. Am I gonna choose the person that has a base level of talent and they might be a little bit better at video editing than person B? but they have none of the other intangibles? Or am I gonna choose person B who may not be as great at video editing, but they have all these other intangibles and I see they're willing to put in the work. And then from my point of view as a leader, my job is to help cultivate not just their video editing, which is their base level talent, but also all the things surrounding it. 
also cultivate their communication, also cultivate their fit with the team as far as the team culture standpoint is concerned, right? So if you're, a bit, if you're trying to decide, do I want to be the person that skates by by talent or do I want to be a dog? Think about yourself as a business owner. Would you hire who you are at this current moment? And if not, okay, put in the work and be the person that you want to hire and figure that out because as you start to scale your business, especially you working on yourself is going to help you work on other people and develop a well-rounded team of talented individuals that can do everything and drive your business through the roof. Man, you really laid down some jewels today. That yeah, dude, you 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 did as well. There's some. This is a good conversation. Yeah, really has me thinking internally and making some uh, additional evaluations. Because like just like yourself, yeah, I want to be. I want to achieve massive things. Yeah, and and these are these things that you can tweak that can really help you get to the next level. Mm-hmm. We tend to get in our own way sometimes, and by looking at these things. Um, this is it's it's concepts like these that allow you some more clarity so you can make this the small adjustments to get to the next level and i like it man yeah yeah man it's do you want to be no disrespect to to clay thompson but do you want to be clay thompson or lebron james uh, come on i'm bro. picking lebron james Bronny. every single time he knows how to do a little bit of everything clay mm-hmm. thompson's a great three-point shooter he's a great defender but at the end of the day lebron james leading the league in points dominating i mean leading the nba of all time in points he is top 10 in assists, I believe. He's a great rebounder, probably top 10 in rebounds by now. He's played some of the most games all time mm-hmm. because he's well-rounded. Yes, he has these physical abilities where he's able to go drive and dunk on everybody, but he can also shoot the three ball well. He also has a post mid-range. Mm-hmm. He can also play great defense. He can also pass really well. Be a well-rounded individual, be a LeBron James and fill your team with LeBron Jameses. Yes, there's times and places for role players, people that have particular talents, but we wanna be the best. We don't want to be a role player. And that's how we. I think all of us should come Agreed. at our lives. Agreed. We want to be the best. There we go.